Sharon White Vaughn is an expert in Synergy Wellness. Synergy Wellness is the synchronization of thoughts, emotions, behaviors, and spirituality. It is the culmination of Sharon's education, personal journey, and her experiences with people from all walks of life. She has helped countless individuals improve their lives with the Synergy Method for optimal health, fitness, and wellness, mind, body, and spirit. She is a trainer, coach, counselor, and an interfaith minister, but not a saint. And now here's Sharon. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in. I appreciate this opportunity to share and teach Synergy Wellness. This practice that I designed is how I completely changed my life for the better. My hope and my goal is to leave you with what I call golden nuggets of wisdom. Wisdom that you can utilize and implement into your life today and see results immediately. So let's get started. I spoke in an earlier podcast about getting out of your comfort zone about living on the edge. And I used a forward bend stretch, if you guys remember, where we just kind of stretched and we breathed and we relaxed and then we got a little bit further in the stretch where our body stopped us, the muscle kind of tightened up. That was the limit of the of the stretch. And then we just breathed again and relaxed a little bit more and went further in the stretch. And I used that as a metaphor for, well, physically, obviously it's not a metaphor, it's literal, (laughs) but metaphorically, you can use the same type of a principle and apply it to so many things in your life, getting a little bit to the edge of where you're comfortable, using the breath, relaxing into it, and taking that next step, whether it's getting a promotion or achieving another little goal in your life or a big goal in your life. And so that's really important. And I do that physically as well. I do it metaphorically in my life. This past weekend, though, I was in Vegas. I was in Vegas for this conference. It was a business conference, and Paul Fink, the gentleman who was leading the seminar, was really amazing, very motivational, and I was very inspired. In fact, during the conference, he had us break a board, and if you've ever taken karate, it's really not all that difficult to break a board. It's pretty simple, but what he had us do was, before we broke that board, was to write on it something about ourselves that we're aware of that holds us back from reaching our goals, from taking those bigger steps, those bigger leaps and reaching the higher level of goal. And so mine was my self-limiting beliefs and my self-sabotage. And I've talked about that before. And it is something that I work with. And I move past little by little by little, incrementally, a millimeter at a time, maybe sometimes an inch, maybe sometimes even a whole foot. So, of course, that's what I wrote on my board, and I busted through that. You know, that was like, oh, that was cool, and I didn't really want to do it initially. I even had resistance to that. (laughs) I crack myself up sometimes because I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and then I get there, and I'm like, yeah, I'm too tired. I don't feel like doing it, (laughs) and there there lies my self-sabotage, right? So I do that. I know I do that, and I'm so tired of doing that, and my thoughts and my consciousness and my subconscious, I'm working on a subconscious level with all these other things and the things I share with you and, and other things that I'll eventually share with you once I've proven to myself that they're effective. So those things that I did, um, that breaking that board, that was, that was, you know, eventually I was just like, I'm, I'm glad I did that. You know, that was cool. I, I'm glad that I finally got my butt up off the chair and I did that. But then later he had this other activity and it involved an arrow and it had a metal tip but it was more of a blunted tip. It wasn't a sharp 
razor sharp arrow, but you stick the point on your neck, not on the sternum where there's bone, above that where it's really soft and fleshy. So he had us do that and then there was a partner that held it really still. And all I needed to do was take one step forward and say, yes! <laughs> and it sounds so easy. It was scary as all get out. I must have tried about five or six times and I'm just like, ah, and I would not take that step. I would not take that step and I was not saying yes. Eventually, after everybody in the room had broken their arrow and I watched them all do it and everybody's like, yeah, that's cool, yeah. And I still wouldn't do it. I could see nobody got injured. There was no bloodshed. So finally, Paul Fink comes to me and he looks me right in the eye and he's like, yes, you can do it. Yes, you can do it. And I even struggled a few times with him. But finally, with that intense look in his eye, it was faith in me, maybe. It was confidence in me. I don't know. I saw something in his eyes looking at me that I don't see when I look in the mirror at me. <laughs> and so it inspired me, though. It really did to where I decided I was going to jump off the stratosphere. I'm in Vegas. They have this thing called a sky jump. The sky jump at the stratosphere is from the 108th floor, 855 feet. And they strap you up and they pull these harnesses really tight and it makes you feel really secure. And then they take you in this elevator for a long time going up 108 floors. And then they walk you out to this glass enclosure. And then just beyond the glass enclosure is this metal platform that you have to walk out on. And they obviously have you strapped into the thing, the, the safety line, I guess. And you stand there and you're looking down and you're looking down and it's really scary. I was petrified. It was my idea. My friend came with me. God bless you, Nicole. And she was screaming all the way down. And But as we were going up, I said, I need a mantra. I'm doing this purposefully. I'm not just doing it for the excitement of it. I really didn't want to do it at all for the excitement of it. I needed to do it. I needed to do it to really bust through this thing that holds me back, my fears. So in the elevator on the way up, or maybe a little bit before, I started thinking, what is it that this is all about? Why am I doing this really? So I came up with this little chant, this mantra, my fears disappear, my fears disappear, my fears disappear. And I'm thinking it the whole time I'm up the elevator, the whole time I'm walking down the hallway to get to that glass enclosure. My fears disappear, my fears disappear. Then I get to that point where they open the door and there's that platform and I'm like, oh man, my fears come rushing in. I was so scared. I was so scared and I wanted to do this. And it's not until, you know, after the whole thing happened, I mean, I went down and I just put my arms out and I looked forward, not so much downward. And I just kept saying it, my fears disappear, my fears disappear. And in all honesty, the fall wasn't bad at all. In fact, it's not a drop or a fall as much as it feels like you're flying. I felt like I was flying. My arms were out. And even when I landed, I just left my arms out because I was just like, wow, my heart just opened up. It was amazing. <laughs> Would I do it again? I don't know. I might. I actually might. There's other things up there at the stratosphere. You could take a roller coaster around the outer rim of it. And I don't know, maybe next time I go back, I'll do that one. But since then... I've really just been thinking about all these ways, not in the past of how I sabotage myself, but in the future, what I can do. And I have some ideas and I've had some goals and I've had them for a while, but I am looking at my fears disappearing, my fears disappearing. 
And last night I had dinner with a friend and one of my goals is a rather lofty goal and most people, my husband included, would say we can't do this. Not that he's saying we can't do it, but you know, obviously there's a money factor. We're not millionaires. I want to be a millionaire. One day I will be a millionaire, but I'm not a millionaire today. And what I need to do requires money that we don't have. <laughs> so last night I'm having dinner with a friend and she's sharing with me a similar situation where she wants to step forward in her life as well. And so like in that conversation, I just realized I know people who have resources and I don't even know that I know that they have resources. So it was kind of cool because it gave me that inspiration. She was sharing some of the resources that she had. I said, wow, I never even knew. We were just going out to dinner for a nice little visit. I hadn't seen her in a while. And I thought, how much of what I need is not at my fingertips, but in my hand already. So my future podcast, I'll share with you how I'm moving forward with that. But right now, it's the mental move forward. It's the conscious and unconscious moving forward that's so powerful for me right now. Now, I'm not telling you to go jump off the stratosphere in Vegas or do anything really risky and dangerous. I'm not telling you to do anything at all. I'm sharing with you how exciting and how empowering it feels to work at the conscious and subconscious level to the point that physically you're doing things that most people are like, you're crazy. I posted it on Facebook and a lot of people said, you're crazy. I would never do that. Oh my gosh. And not that jumping off the stratosphere is, you know, the beginning and end all of things, but what it represents in life. So I encourage you to jump off of your stratosphere, whatever it is, whatever it is, Take that step. And when you start to do it, I do know this. It's not even a belief. It's something that I know with every step of my journey and every fiber of my being, that when we do move forward in something that we're going for, miraculously, when we've made up our mind and we're doing it, miracles happen. People come into your path. Resources magically appear. It's amazing. And it's a law of nature. It can't not happen. When you set your unconscious mind to reach a particular goal and you believe it and you know it and you feel it, things will just happen. The earth will move for you. And it starts with a thought and a belief in yourself and a feeling and that knowing it's happening. I get goosebumps right now just thinking about it. What I want to do is help my community where I live physically in Mariposa, California, <laughs> to provide a resource that we don't have to develop and create programs and opportunities for other people who have been where I was. I'm not a millionaire, not yet, but I used to be way far worse off than I am today. I know that we can step up out of the gutter of poverty and up another step to where we can at least survive and up yet another step where we're thriving and up yet another step where we can turn around and reach our hand down and help somebody else come up that next step. Sometimes that requires money when you have these big dreams and these big ideas. And that was one of my self-limiting beliefs. I don't have the money to do that. Well, maybe I don't have the money to do that, but the money is there for it to be done. The resources are there to help me. The people are there. The opportunities are there. And the only thing that's stopping me is me.
I could almost cry right now. How excited I am and still a little scared, like standing on the edge of that stratosphere, but just knowing I'm doing it. I'm not backing out. I'm moving forward. I am taking that step. And I'm not going to fall. I'm going to fly. We all have the ability to fly. Set your visions high and fly. God bless you, my friends. Thank you again for tuning in. I am available by email, Sharon at whitefawnwellness.com. And you could also go visit my Facebook page, White Fawn Wellness. Have a great day.